Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever Kick back with two of your favorite divas Let's talk, let's talk, come on Start it, give it something you can feel, yeah No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah and Don't you know it's high time for high tea? for another episode my name is lucy stool and my name is bambi banks kool-aid lucy stool how you doing girl (laughs) um no good to know good to know yeah yeah that's that's pretty accurate uh response to how i'm doing how are you doing girl i'm okay these days have been very very gloomy recently um not feeling that we've had our first snowfall which, you know, always happens in in October, I've noticed, because, you know, this is my birth month. Oh, I just had a birthday. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Bambly. Booby Blunt's Kool-Aid. How, how old are you this birthday? 20 grown. 20 grown? <laughs> what the fuck is 20 grown? 20 and grown enough to be grown. <laughs> okay. Oh, so your grown ass ain't gonna tell me how old you are. This is this is my year of not telling my age anymore. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not supposed to start until you're well into your 30s. Every black woman goes through a phase. <laughs> Don't start going through your phase too early, girl. Look, look, if I start now, they'll never know, like cash dog. You know what I'm saying? That is true, bitch. That is fucking true. People really don't know if I'm like, people don't know if I'm 27 or 47. So I feel you keep it that way. I I definitely was questioning how old you are when we first met. I was like, the doll is really not revealing her age. And then when you told me, I was kind of shook. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, you know, I'm pretty proud of my age too. And the fact that uh, my bitch ass has survived this long. Yeah, I'm proud of my age. I uh, feel very good to have uh, made it this far and look this damn good so you know i think i wear 36 pretty damn well t t i feel like you know if i make it that far i too uh, um, <laughs> not if we'll start girl you never know it's wild out here people are getting 2020 as well look 2020 is know. fucking wild also, you know a lot of stars have you know died at my age so oh my god Please. Well, let's not let's not put it out there, Miss Thing. Okay. True. True. Speaking of death, um... <laughs> my favorite segue. <laughs> um, I have a question. What is your favorite like classic horror film? Because I watched a recent one, and 
I just, yeah, what is your favorite? Um, so we actually were talking about this the other day, and my favorite horror film, probably because it's one of my also funniest films to me, is Pet Cemetery, the original. What? Yeah, have you seen it? No. Bitch, what? Oh my god, it's like 80s camp like awesomeness. It's like zombie pets and all kind of other shit. It's so good. I think I know the premise of it because aren't they remake they either like they've already remade it or they just made Yeah, it so they just made a remake recently which I wouldn't even which I you know, I just don't respect things of that nature, so I have not looked at it at all. Remake. But yeah. the whole premise is is basically white people fucking up on some hollow land on some, you know, ancient land that they're not supposed to be messing with and people were trying to bring their animals back so the damn kids didn't have to learn about death. Um, which like just you know what just just tell them the truth y'all we all gotta get there so uh (laughs) so then you know of course what somebody ends up dying and they're like well what if we just put them in that ground and all everything just goes fucking crazy but it's like 80s camp horror awesomeness girl so i just watched (laughs) halloween the original oh shit Jamie Lee Curtis, and I just have some questions for the director. First of all, what part of that movie is scary? None. Let's talk about it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. First of all, Kyle Richards ate them up. Let's talk about (laughs) it. Oh, yes. I forgot she was in that movie. Um, And Jamie Lee Curtis was kind of serving me. It, granted, she was supposed to be a teenager looking 40, but... Um, well, she just always looked she, like that. She was serving me all kinds of Gap commercial in this one... Like, there's this one scene where she's, like, walking outside from one house to the other because, for some reason, all these deaths happen in the same neighborhood, like, around the same three houses, not even his house, which I was like, oh, the significance of his house. I'm so ready to, like, figure out, like, like are all the deaths going to happen at his house? Why is the cop at his house the whole fucking time and he not there? It don't make no damn sense. I, ugh, <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> like, the cop is terrible. J.B. Lee Curtis is in a damn Gap commercial. Don't nobody want to help her. I think the realest part of that movie was when she went to the neighbor house and the neighbor opened, like, turned on their light to see who it was and then just turned it off. <laughs> oh, I love that part. I was like, and that's where the only black people are in the neighborhood, right there. <laughs> that bitch was like, please. And she opened her blinds and was like, oh, hell no, nah, bitch. You ain't coming up in here with that bullshit. Girl, also, white movies are notorious for having, like, I don't know what it is. It must be amazing to, like, you know, live in another country and see American movies and just assume that everybody in America is white. Like, that is wild to me. Any movie that I, any movie or TV show where even the ensemble doesn't have like people of different race is not real and scary to yeah. me. Like white utopias, frightening. <laughs> and the way, the watch- even more frightening that people try to justify it and be like, oh no, it's just, you know, this friend group or this fantasy or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? And that's, and, <laughs> and that's fine. Like, I, look, don't get me wrong. There are obviously white people out there who don't talk to other people of different races. Like, so if the whole cast happens to be white because that's what y'all decide and that's what your life look like, by all means do that because I'd much rather you tell an honest story than no story. Hello. Should your story be picked up? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> we have... At least you were honest about yeah. your story. We have, we have grown <laughs> now, past the need for those stories. 
Exactly. But to say that, like, even the people in the background of this story, like, just to say that, like, people of different races don't exist. In yeah. Your, in this fantasy. made-up world. Mm-hmm. Wild to me. Wild. Wild. But um, that's okay, because they was all dying anyway. <laughs> what, was, what was the obsession with everybody being fucking naked every time they die? Isn't that like, like a isn't that like a horror trope, though, that, like, it's all about losing of, like, virginity and whatever and being stabbed. I don't know. There's something about it. We can t- we can talk to uh, our guests about that because they probably have more insights on that also. True, true, true. Speaking of guests, you like that segment? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not about death this time, so yeah. <laughs> Speaking of guests, uh, today we have one of my new best friends. Uh, I stalk her on Twitter, and uh, she also taught me how to dye my titties. <laughs> so if because everybody's like, "How you dye your titties, girl?" This is the girl right here. This is the titty doctor. This is the doctor, Miss Period. Give it up for Miss Crystal Geyser. Yes, dog. welcome, hey. Crystal. Hey, how are you, Bambi? Bambatron, as as you as you say. Girl, I love it. And Miss Lucille. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Crystal. Hey, hey, hey. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Like, girl, I am so nervous, but I appreciate everything that y'all do. It's oh been so beautiful to see, honestly. Oh my God, thank, thank you so much, me. babe. It's been uh, so nice to become acquainted with you via Twitter and Instagram. We are big fans of your fucking work, and we're also big fans of the way you fucking be making shit, girl. I mean, just like big fans, honey. Yeah, I'm like Stan, I love y'all. <laughs> Look, I've been I've been watching y'all for like hell. It's been. It's been since before because I know I I saw Vixen and then through through Shay, I saw Vixen and then you know whatever Shay got on uh, for the first time. Yeah. And um mm-hmm. from from the Vixen I I met all of y'all through Instagram and all these socials and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, so thankful that I can you know see y'all and and be like oh shit. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse, but uh, yes, (laughs) (laughs) look at these bitches out here doing it, and it's just like, oh, it's lovely to see. We love to see it. First time I saw you perform, because you oh, sorry, my mic is all the way down. The first time I saw you perform, bitch, was kind of crazy to me because I was like, how the hell is this girl wearing all that fucking hair? (laughs) titties pinched up like i was like she's doing drag drag the mug yeah okay the mug i dabble i just like and then you be dancing too i'll be like i know this bitch is hot like <laughs> and you don't even know especially with them titties too it's yeah, only a matter yeah, of time before I, the sweat stain comes okay girl i put on a pussycat wig and sweat like i love my little auntie wigs Okay. Yep. <laughs> pounds of fucking hair on your head, and I'd be like, "Okay, yeah." What is your favorite uh, horror movie? Though? Like, um, like of all time, that's such yeah. a hard question because I have so many favorites. Okay, well, name a couple. Okay, 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 okay. So actually, last night it's fresh on my mind. I just saw Bad Hair, this yes. new movie on Hulu. It's so yeah. so good. It actually really really scared me. Because, like, I don't know. You just got to go watch it. I don't want to spoil anything. I'm just going to, like, say go watch it because it's so okay. good. I, um, I saw it as well. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a, a part that you can, like, the cast yeah. had me, like, 
kind of gooped and gagged. Oh I was my gosh. like, okay, Hulu got money now. No, right. period. Had all of, all of the girls in there, okay? All of the girls in there. Kelly Rowland, uh, just to name a few. Kelly Rowland, mm. um, Vanessa uh, Williams, yeah. um, Lena Waithe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, she I knew know. more about it than I do. Look, I don't even know. Girl, <laughs> just be watching, I just, okay? <laughs> I literally, I watched that movie, what, uh, two, three days ago? Like, Because I was excited to, like, when I heard about it. Like, yeah, I was like, what is this about? I also yeah. don't know who wrote it, but um, hopefully they was black as hell, too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Sam, anything Jordan Peele, too, like, is so good. Did Jordan Peele write it? No, I don't know. I don't know. He uh, probably produced Jordan it knowing him. He's producing everything. No. Even um <laughs> Monsterland on Hulu is so good too. I'm not trying to um talk Hulu up, but like it just has a lot of like, you know, Lovecraft Country. Oh, God, oh I love that show. All of the much. things. So I'm gonna backtrack for a second, but um yeah. I wanna get to figuring out and finding out more about Miss Crystal Geyser. Crystal, uh where do you live oh, right now? Um, right now I'm in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South yeah. Carolina, and what? Representing the eight four three. Hell yes, eight four three. And can you tell me a little bit about like your local drag scene and kind of like how your drag fits in yeah. there? Um. Yeah. So I mean, the scene here is very, very. Uh, it's very diverse. There's a lot of eclectic individuals that are like just like trying to do their own thing, trying to express their gender, their gender fluidity, yeah. their, I don't know, their artistry. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of great people here. There's a lot of not so great people as well that comes with that too. But, um, you know, it's, 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 it's been a journey. It's been a journey and I'm just uh, doing my thing. I'm just trying to do the thing, you know, just yeah. put the wig and the lashes and the thing on, you know, you but. Um, I've been doing drag since 2017 is when I first debuted on a stage, but I've always been playing into things. I love the makeups. I love, uh, hair. I've been playing with hair since, you know, I was in college and, you know, freshman year had a, had a, had my own little, little wig that I like to use to say that I styled, even though I didn't know what styling was at the time. <laughs> I thought it was brushing it out and straightening it. That's a style. I styled yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> like that is a style. Okay. You did something to it. And no, it's not off the rack. I put a stone on it. Look. Okay. So like yeah, Crystal, no, one of my was... favorite things like about your drag too, mm-hmm. is that it's like some black ass, like fantasy, beautiful, drag does that like fit into your scene well in charleston um it it it's something sometimes you have to adapt yeah to survive basically so i mean you know what i like to do is different uh what i like to do is different on the internet than i do in real life and like Mm -hmm. you know real life you know on the stage i'll come out and i'll you know in the beginning i used to do the state and the pieces and the things I was obsessed, I was obsessed with Monet exchanges, uh, um, strange fruit. Um, uh-huh. the, when she did, when she did blackface, I was obsessed with it. Um, just like the, the, the utter shockness of it, but also like the beauty of her voice and like the live performance and stuff like that. So that's what I used to try and do, but, uh, it didn't go over well. And, you know, we had to adapt. Uh, In Charleston, blackface. South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't doing blackface. Oh, I did it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do blackface. But uh, <laughs> um, 
it was more of the the statement of itself that I really, really was like, this is this is beautiful to me. Yeah, you know, she showcasing showcasing her utter her utter self, like you know. See, I always I always like to kind of get to the question really, really of that too, just because to um, some scenes seem to be like more nurturing of people having like some true expression. And some people, I don't know, it feels like they want to see this, like, one thing and, like, that's it. They don't want you to get too political or too pushy about any yeah. of that kind of stuff. Did you feel like yeah. uh, people weren't being supportive of it or just people weren't being as, like, receptive of you just doing, you know, like, a usual number? Um, I feel like definitely that. It wasn't, it was kind of a checkout. I'm going to yeah. check out. You know, from the audience, mm-hmm. where it was a blank stare, or mm-hmm. I'm on my phone now, you know, yeah. that type of thing, which is okay. You know, that comes with the that comes with the gig. You know, so you work past it, and you you uh you just do whatever you want to do at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, hell, who else is gonna do you know what you want to do if not yeah. you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I totally agree. It really is like kind of a a balancing act these days, trying yeah. to figure out like you know. So, like being authentic to yourself and also trying to like cater to your audience if they're oh, or like I, I honestly feel like it's kind of a show show director or a show host uh job to like kind of like steer your audience into uh knowing what they're getting into if we are doing like a sort of a different type of uh performance yeah absolutely absolutely i think that i think like especially if i know something like that is coming like i'm going to as a host talk to the crowd about it and you know try and get them like engaged and engaging in that performance in a different way at least to make them think and you know i can't force anybody to do anything i can't force anybody to be you know receptive or something or change the way they think about it but you know hopefully they like hear us and you know see us like doing that and take like yeah. something from it. I believe, and I think the most important part of it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no, no. You, you go. Um, I think the most important part is just for it to be on the stage. Yeah, for you to see it. You know, mm-hmm. to the the awareness to be there. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what I love about dragon. That's what I love about seeing y'all's drag. Is that it's you're you y'all are icons. I don't even I don't even know how else to say it. <laughs> I love y'all. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah. especially fighting for. <laughs> Fighting for what's right, you know, especially when it comes down to, you know, especially in a bar and especially the only place that you can put drag right now. Well, where it used to be, yeah, where you could put, you know, put drag, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The way, the way we're on our third wave shutdown wow. and uh, bars and restaurants are closed yep. yet again. We are six. <laughs> you know, right now Charleston's again. bars are like open. What? Yeah. Oh and up and, uh, until eleven p.m. Is until eleven p.m. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's when, when they, that's when they're not allowed to sell you liquor anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I love hearing about like different states, like laws and what's going on there. Because I don't know. I feel like in Chicago, yeah. we've just been shut down since March. Um, and then I go to other places mm-hmm. and like, yeah, their clubs are back open and people are just But like, isn't uh, it for the good that, you know, like everybody should, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. 
It's like, yes, I'm glad that the girls are getting to work because, you know, I would also want to work and bitches got to pay their bills. Yeah. However, it is crazy to me. The difference between Chicago and the whole fucking South <laughs> being able to pop their pussies. And make- <laughs> <laughs> it's why it's while I, I sit at home and fantasize about popping my pussy. And it's like, I know it's for the best. I know it's for the best. I know it's for the best. I'm just like, I just don't understand how it can be just such a big divide between these states. Like, and like what? Um, yeah. Well, you know, I was also thinking about that this morning and I was like, well, in the South, I guess it is easier to social distance because but they're, what? You know, but they're not. They're, they're, I mean, they're not at all. I'm not saying that they're doing what they need to do. Some, I'm just saying some are, is- some bars are doing it. Some bars are doing the things. Okay. But it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I can't even. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. The part I feel weird about is when the girls like jump into the audience and like you know have to grab the dollars. Yeah. I'm just like, there has to be a better way to do this. I'm thinking we get a little twink, put them in a hazmat suit <laughs> <laughs> to collect the. That sounds great to me. That sounds great. There's an, there's an imposter among us. There's a but still the just the fact that like being in that room in that way, like never what most of these videos I see, no one is wearing a mask. Like at uh, it's just, well, like performance mask for sure. But, but even the crowd mostly. Yeah. Like I just I I'm so I don't know. I'm just so confused and like well, girl, I feel like you know it's very I feel like most people times. are just like I'm gonna get it if if I'm out here because you know a lot of people like have to go to like other jobs. We talk a lot about like you know club jobs and things like that, mm-hmm. but people have like you know had to go back working at restaurants and, yeah. shit and not really had like like a choice, you know? Yeah. What I mean? So it's like once you're like that exposed, I guess people are like, "Fuck it, I guess I'm gonna get it at some point." You know what I'm saying? Well, I wow. mean, Atlanta just straight up did like herd immunity type bullshit, and we're just like, "Well, just fucking get it and get over it, basically." And like, so Jeez. many of the people down there were just Jeez. like, "Yep, whatever." I'm like, oh my god, Atlanta is even the Atlanta's fact- fucking Hunger Games. Wow. Only the strongest will survive. Like we're putting you to the test. Good lord! I'm even like, the fact that nobody's even talking about the fact that the president got COVID. Yeah. Like, did we just skip that chapter? Yep. It's just. Did he get okay. COVID? Girl, girl. Yes. I, girl, I don't know. Allegedly. Yes, he did. Of course, these fucking idiots are getting it. Of course they are. Of course I mean, they are. He's also been at all the rallies with no mask on. Of course they are. Girl. Of course they are getting it. No. The only thing I'm, I'm just mad it's not killing them. Like honestly, like that's bullshit. <laughs> what was that? I know, isn't he like the the age risk too? Yes. Yes. What's going on? COVID. You promised. But he got day. to go in mm-hmm. and get some of that free presidential health care and make sure that he fucking survived. Ooh. Unlike the 220,000 fucking people who have died in this country. It's from the it. not paying the taxes for me. It's the I'm me paying more in taxes <laughs> than Donald fucking Trump for me. Girl. It, it's really crazy to me oh. that it took, um, it took the, all of this even... for people to realize, oh, maybe that wasn't a good idea, voting but... Donald Trump in versus Ooh. a woman because we hate women. America hates women. America hates women. So you know. the... Yeah, and especially black. Do can we? Should we talk? I don't know, girl. We can talk about what. <laughs> we can talk about whatever, girl. baby. 
We can talk about yeah, whatever. Especially black women. Black women are so neglected. And it yeah. breaks my heart every time, every time I see anything. That's why yeah. sometimes I just gotta I limit my um my uh, my screen time yeah. to two hours only on Twitter. Mm. I can only do two two hours a day. That's smart. I be yelling into the ether. Yep. Me oh hoping it hit somebody one day. <laughs> <laughs> she said if you feel a hit, be- boo, sorry. Not even be, sorry. It be, it, it be hitting a lot of people, boo. It be hitting a lot of people. Girl, girl. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. I, like, I could tweet anything and 20 of y'all will feel attacked. <laughs> it does not matter what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just say it. <laughs> God damn it. So speaking of... I love the Speaking of uh, just saying what I want to say, I think it's time we bring mm-hmm. in our second guest. Um, oh, and she do be saying what she want to say. An amazing drag artist, an activist, a badass, sexy-ass motherfucker, and good friend of ours here to join us on the Black Tea Today. Everybody give it up for Maxi Glamour. Maxi Glamour. Yes. yes. Come on, Max. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Black Tea, Maxie. How are you? I'm good. How are you all? Oh my God, Maxie, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a podcast. You know. <laughs> Maxie, how have you been? Um, I have been crazy, super busy, trying to find validation during COVID. Um, oh, period. Oh, validation during COVID. Yeah, talk about that. God damn it. We all are. But also on top of doing that, you are doing a lot of work in St. Louis, trying to make sure that um, your community is taken care of and we get some actual changes. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, Maxie? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been working with every progressive campaign in the city of St. Louis. from like amendment three to like trying to get people to vote for the new governor or um, redefining how we vote, um, throwing protests with Cori Bush to get the mayor out of office to um, working on projects on environmental racism in St. Louis and looking for solutions. Literally everything. I think some of my, like, I think so. Seriously, who's paying you? Uh, you need to be getting paid. For they real. need to put you on a committee somewhere. Do people get paid on committees? Is that a thing? <laughs> um, it depends on the committee. Um, if you're a committee person working for like a city government, it's a salary position. Um, I'm looking to work full time. Um, doing community organizing, as you should, because you really be doing it for the girls. <laughs> yeah, and like always has been, always has been. So I and that's the crazy thing. <laughs> so I wanted to talk Just about like, like some of my favorite posts that I see are you um talking about getting the mayor out of office. Like whenever I see those posts going on, I'm always like hell fucking yes. Oh my god. Tell us more yeah, about so- what's going on with that with the mayor. So we have a mayor, and she won with, like, 32% of the vote, and she has a 32% approval rating. And just so people know, that's bad. Damn. It's really bad. People don't like her. Um, she has said really horrible things, like, if you stop giving money to panhandlers, they'll just go away, stating, like, 
homeless people will go away if you stop giving them money. <clears throat> um, she ran a campaign on giving money to the police and raises sales taxes to give money to the police while our schools are crumbling. She read the name of protesters on her Facebook Live and their addresses. What? Uh, the same weekend that a white supremacist rally was happening in St. Louis. And so um, after that, we created a, um, a petition that had about 70,000 people from all over the world asking for her resignation. And then we led a demonstration, which got international news because that was the demonstration that the McCloskeys came out of. Yeah. Um, and so I had to spend uh, a lot of my time this summer thinking about the McCloskeys <sighs> and the man. Holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. that is the work that we're talking about, actually, like, getting on the ground and, like, doing, though. Like, this is... On the front lines. The, yeah. yeah, on the front lines. And this is, like, continuing work that we have to do like i hope that everyone is knowing you know just because their kind of minds have been open about this that like this doesn't just shut off or like end after this because we see a lot of people coming up with this election being like oh i can breathe and relax now and i'm like apparently we weren't talking about the same thing because like who i'm like there ain't no fucking sitting down and relaxing baby because we are not even close to being done yet and I'm just like, that's so inspiring to see you fucking out there in that way, because I feel like so many people are just like, what can I do? What can I actually do? And I'm like, here are <laughs> here's some examples. Like, this is what you can do right here. Yeah. And I think it's really funny when people are like, man, it's an election year. I hate this shit. I'm like, you know, there's an election every year, several times a year. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I think if people were like engaged in politics and like having discourse around these things, we could move the social narrative exponentially faster than just being stagnant for four years and feeling recharged right before an election. Absolutely. Because these local elections are really fucking important and they we mm-hmm. can change a lot with our state laws and try and take care of things no matter what, like the federal government is like saying us. So people need to get way more invested in that shit. Way more invested. Y'all hear that? So uh, <laughs> let's talk about, we had this question with uh, Crystal. Maxi, what is your favorite Halloween movie? Um, I don't have like a favorite favorite. I'm writing um, a blog about like, Top black horror film. Ooh. You do so much. Oh my God. We love to see it. We love to see it. Yes. Plug it. Plug it. Um, yeah, go to maxiglamour.com and read essays and blogs about art, culture, and society from yours truly. Yes. Um, but like yes. some films that I like, you know, there's this new one on Netflix. It's kind of a kid one. It's called Vampires vs. the Bronx. You know, Bad Hair was cute. Black Box is kind of awesome. Candyman, Get Out. You know. There's a few movies out there. Yeah. Which one? What was the new one on Netflix? Vampires versus what? Vampires versus the Bronx. It's like black and Latinx kids living in the Bronx. And oh my God, I saw that. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I've been watching a lot of scary movies recently. Yeah. Good me. I'm gonna have Halloween. to I'm gonna yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch Bad Hair and Vampires versus the Bronx. I'm like okay. I'm trying to find out what else I wanna watch for this Halloween season. Cause I don't really be we don't really be fucking with Halloween like that, honestly. We've all seen hereditary, right? Yeah. Oh god, yes. <laughs> that movie had me yeah. cracking up the whole time too. I don't know why. All I do is laugh at horror films. Like all I do is laugh. <laughs> 
See, the first that time it do. scared the hell out of me. But um, after watching it that first time and getting all of the jump scares and like maybe like two months later, I watched it again. And then I like laughed at it because especially the head scene, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> well, that's oh, also no. the thing. It's like once you've like seen the movie, you like know it's coming and thus it becomes funny. I feel like scary movies are really made for just that initial watch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For you to be scared. Yeah. I used to... um. I used to do this thing where I would like pretend I wasn't scared. So I would just like talk about the uh, technical aspects that would make movies work. So mm-hmm. uh, we used to watch Paranormal Activity and so there's good. this scene where, where they pull the like foot out from under the cover. And I was like, they just tied her foot to a string, y'all. It's not that serious. But it's like not- you, couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't even see. You couldn't even see it though. It, it, it was fish wire, girl. It was seamless, girl. Seamless. Oh it was sickening. I do love. I could watch all the paranormal activity movies like that. Whatever. Yeah. I think. I just had a marathon. I think that y'all two make more seamless, cool ass shit than a lot of this horror that I've seen in recent. Oh my god. Times. I mean, y'all. We have two of the craftiest motherfuckers in drag on this show right now um maxi are you working on anything cool in the lab right now you making anything we need to know about oh yeah (laughs) 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 yeah Um, what is it so i'm working on an album Um, (gasps) yes i'm a classically trained flautist and i play the bass and i've been like producing an album like to like focus on like trauma psychedelia anti-capitalism and that'll be out within a month. I've been working on it for a couple years, and it's gonna be ready. Holy so shit, Maxie, cool. that's so dope! That's so great. I can't wait to hear what music from you sounds like. I, your musical oh taste God. is like all over the fucking place in the best way possible. Yeah. So it's really about to be the most referenced album. I'm, I'm like, I can't. So I like cannot wait to hear what's gonna happen with that. When can we expect one of those songs? I want to hear them. There are some that are out on Spotify now, but I'm actually remixing all of them mm-hmm. um, just because I want them to, like, I'm like, I made that, I want to fix it, I want to make it be something different. You better um, Mariah Carey. Okay. <laughs> I don't sing like her. Um, but it I should mean, be... no, your voice is so beautiful. Oh my gosh, life is a lie. Can we talk about it? Oh my gosh. Oh, you know. Oh, oh yes, oh, I know. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm a talk about it. huge fan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my so, yes. It's so good. I met you like years and years ago. Not years ago, I'm not even gonna lie. It was like maybe two years at Austin Drag Fest. We took a picture. Oh my God, I love Austin. Yes. Oh my gosh, you were amazing. Oh God, like I, I remember Austin this burlesque number fest. that you did. You did a whole, spl- it was a whole, it was a whole shindig. When I tell you, I didn't know the body could move oh, yeah. until I saw Maxie. <laughs> no, Maxie okay. I don't know if y'all all have seen Maxie in person, but it is, it is, it's just like this energy on the stage and it just oh, yeah. fucking comes out of nowhere and they just fucking move. Like, oh, I love it. I love your performances. So beautiful. Bitch, yeah. your performances be making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some stages, yeah, I'll be like, oh my God. But you know what? That's the Maxie, thing. Maxie will be doing the whole kitchen sink on top of the, the chair, and I'll be like, damn, girl. 
Period. But you know what? Ankle. They they know their body and they know the stage because I've never seen them fuck it up either. I've never seen I've never seen an accident. So so I'm like they know what's going on. The only reason why I think I can paint myself a different color. Okay. Oh hell yeah! I love it. (laughs) Honestly, yes. Oh my god, these are all the colored dolls. Come on. Literally, I was like, we are the girls that be leading into be like, we about to change color, (laughs) morphing. Okay. So, um, what's going on? You know, I like to ask this question too, just to kind of get everybody's feelings about it. But, um, Crystal, how are you feeling about digital drag right now? I love it. I love it so much. I love to see it, but I also love to do it. I love to create something that's like out of nothing, literally, you know? And I mean, not so much out of nothing, obviously inspired by different, you know, sources and different, um, you know, inspirational muses, but uh, I love, um, I love it. It's so beautiful. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. That's my answer. That's my answer. About me, um, almost antithetical to that answer. I think that it takes a lot of energy to create, like, because whenever I'm on tour, I can perform the same song every night, and it's a different act. I can't do that with digital drag. I have to like take a video and keep adding on to it. And I feel as though that like authenticity of originality kind of gets um, eliminated Mm. by this exchange. And I do love creating like video content. I just don't feel as though that I can connect with audiences and give the same energy that I could before. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, Maxie. I honestly agree with both of you because I I feel like I'm just like kind of burnt out with digital drag right now. I feel like when I first started it, it was like really cool because it was like, you know, teaching yourself a new way to like make your drag presence known with like a new type of art form, you know, like all the editing and, and doing the the videos and whatnot and like having to like basically adapt what you do on stage for the internet and like forcing everyone to do that yeah but at the same time which is a huge hump to get over in itself yeah but at the same time it's like digital drag does not give the same type of like i feel like when you perform live you get an Mm -hmm. energy from the crowd oh absolutely and to have to like you know force that energy not to say that that's not possible because that's literally just what acting is you know what i'm saying but to have to do that when you have relied on a crowd to like give you that that energy and that extra push to do more it's just kind of crazy like not having that anymore so it's just kind of like yeah and though it's like real fun to put you know your drag on screen it's Mm -hmm. it's i'm tired i'm tired child Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just but, um, I don't know. Catch my next digital drag video and for the Crystal Dems. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be on uh, Miss Toto's Twitch TV. Um, it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah, it totally will be. I um, you know, it was a lot of fun at first. It has been good to be able to. I feel like perform some stuff that I may not have known necessarily how to do on stage. But yeah, I need to be back in the club. ASAP. I feel that too. I'm ready to be back in the scene with my little cute masks. Yeah. Oh. And such. Because we will. That's yeah. all. We will be wearing them for the a while. Mask. 
fashion mask for that for the look. No you lipstick. Know, as hard as that sounds to like really come up with though. I would Matt really like lips. to see it. Matte lips. <laughs> yep. Eyeliner. Eyeliner for the lip line. <laughs> Girl, we we saving on okay. we are saving on makeup. We ain't doing nothing past like the middle part of your nose. Like just That's it. That's it. You give me eyes and that's Wait, it. This, this is gonna be sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gonna be contoured. My eyes are gonna be done. Yes. The top of my nose contour is gonna be lit, but girl, there ain't gonna be nothing underneath that. Honey, but oh. we gotta be really creative with masks to make it like cohesive with like outfits and just I don't know because like so much of our emotions are used to being like emulated through our mouths. Yeah, like, how can we captivate that like variable that's like missing? Yeah, I'm just thinking about that. I'm, I'm performing in real life. Oh you my God! Yay. Fun. I found the uh the clear face mask. They're making them out there with the little uh clear vinyl in the middle. Yeah, actually, in Chicago, Rebirth Garments is uh they're making those masks with the non fog little thing for specifically for people that need to be able to read lips and things like that. But yeah, it's good for also us so we can lip sync with the mask on. Okay. Support our Chicago local businesses because they are fleeting. Yeah. Oh no. They are, oh, no. They are fleeting like a fleet, bitch. They are fleeting like a fleet. So support your local Chicago businesses. <laughs> that is so important. So speaking of our our local and supporting our local people, um, can y'all, before y'all tap out of here, just uh, give us y'all socials and where people can find you on Venmo and such, starting with Crystal. Yeah, um, you can follow me on all platforms uh, at uh, Crystal C R Y S T A L, uh, Guy Sir Guy G U Y S I R, um, and uh, on Venmo as well. You can follow me at the same one. Hell yes! And Maxi, yeah. what about you? Yeah. Um, you can follow me at MaxiGlamour dot com because that site's not owned by a white man. <laughs> Maxi Glamour anywhere else, and that's where I'm at. Hell fucking yes. Thank you so much for being here, Maxie. Thank you so much for being here, Crystal. We had such a great time chatting with y'all. We love you. Please take care of yourselves, and we will talk to you soon. Thank y'all. Love you. Thank you, babies. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay, she really left. All right, bye. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Girl. Girl. That was a fun conversation. We had a good conversation today. That was very good. That was. I am I am very high. I smoked that whole blunt through You that. did? Um, bitch, yes. I am like gone. And I really got to get into makeup after this. You do time. for what? What you doing? I'm doing a little shoot. I'm doing a little shoot with some girl. Oh, uh, with who? Halloween. Halloween mommy. Oh, okay. You don't want to tell me. Um, you know, y'all going to see it when it get released. You know, it's coming. It's going to hit. It's going to be hot. <laughs> I hate that I just took a hit when you did that. <laughs> I'm so annoying. Um, but yeah, what do you have anything coming up? Do I have anything coming up? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs>
that's just that is just the realest of real. I was like sitting here thinking, but um, even the gigs I had yeah. scheduled for this weekend just got canceled. So, <laughs> so the the gigs I was looking forward to working and being like, yes, okay, I for sure got some little monies coming in. I'm like, mm, not anymore. I'm, I got I got one today. I'm still doing it. Which one? Oh, I pray for you. Um, I'm doing it at a school, so we should have like oh we yeah, be a good social. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm doing one. huge. I'm doing one for Columbia on uh, Friday, and the best thing about it is, is they have only the performers live, so there's no yeah. audience and everything else. Like it's just us in the room. So I'm like, that is that's that is sickening, and they're just gonna show that live to everyone. I'm like, that's the shit. Like I love that idea. It's giving me Doja Cat. It, oh, yes. You know what? You don't give them. I was thinking about <laughs> I was like, maybe I should break out Juicy then. Just maybe. Okay. I'm, um, I'm thinking of Juicy. I am. I just announced that uh, I will be producing and working on a new cooking show <gasps> called Bambi Bakes. Bambi um, Bakes we... Kool-Aid. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, I believe that uh, we have one of the first guests on this podcast. So, oh my um, God, I think I know her. Yes, um, so be on the lookout for that. We're going to be baking edibles while getting baked <gasps> and also talking about the war on drugs. So, yes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Check that out, everybody. It's going to be on Moving Standard, YouTube, all of that. Y'all can support your girl on Patreon. Yes, period. We love to see it. I am so excited to see Bambi out there. Yes, I'm excited too. But other than that, girl, I ain't doing shit either. Uh, y'all could hit a girl up. I do birthday parties. <laughs> we do driveway drag shows. You just let us know. Yeah, as long as it's safe. Yeah. Like, I'll come, I'll come in there and buy a buck in a box. Give me a box. <laughs> Literally. I will turn, that I will turn, I will turn it. She will. She fucking okay. will. So, yeah, I am uh, just over here preparing to be living alone so girl yeah it's gonna be sickening it's gonna be sick it's gonna be sickening it's gonna get very stella got her groove back you're gonna get the uh the braided wig with the puka shirt. oh That's bitch <laughs> to sit in here by myself thankfully i'm not alone anymore because i have my nelson King Nelson. King Nelson. He he's the ruler of the house now. And Nelson also is like so quiet. He is. As as a um as a pet for the podcast. So it's kinda wild. He really is. He's so he's so chill. He just wants to chill. That's it. Um he only barks when we see squirrels. And he wants to he wants to attack them, but I get that. So I guess we gotta go ahead and close out this episode. Thank you so much, Bambi, for being Bambi. No, thank you so much for having me on your show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back next week with some more bullshit. Uh, I'm Lucy Stool. Bye bye.